1: Welcome to another Ars Blog Arsecast, on arsblog.com in association as always with oleole.com the football community website um coming up on this show details of oleole.com's fantasy football game uh, which you've got until the end of today to register for and get a chance to win all those prizes, which I'll tell you about later. Uh, the man in the bar will have a player history, and Gilberto Silver is here to talk about the uh, upcoming game against the wanky Tottenham Hotspur, and also a quick look ahead to next week's Champions League game with Sevilla. It's going to be a fairly short RS cast, though, this week I think because, um, number one, I've been sort of sick, and I don't have it in me to do, uh, do a whole lot, and if you hear any coughing and spluttering uh, during the show. It's because, really, I just haven't gone back and edited out the coughing and spluttering, which would be really, really easy to do. The other reason why it might be a bit short is because there really hasn't been very much going on, what with all our players being away playing international football for their countries and stuff. You see? So there hasn't been a great deal of news. Uh, No beer of the week this week. I'm still not ready for beer. That's how sick I've been. Uh, Instead, I've got some kind of um, black currant and apple-flavored cordial, made by Robinson's, I think. Let's, let's try. Mm. that's not beer. Next week there'll be a beer of the week again, I'm sure. Or maybe to make up for the lost week, it'll be uh, absinthe of the week, perhaps. So what's happened since the last cast? Well... We had the chairman, Peter Hillwood, saying he was more than willing to talk to any Arsenal shareholders, which rules out David Dean, who doesn't hold any Arsenal shares anymore. A classic line from the chairman saying he didn't see the point of uh, talking to David Dean. He's had 25 years of listening to him. Brilliant. I did did like that indeed. Uh, He will talk, I suppose, to Alisher Uzmanov. You will have read in The Guardian, perhaps, that uh, Uzmanov uh, threatened a number of websites with legal action. Um, for carrying stories uh, produced by Craig Murray. blog was one of those sites, and we did comply and take down um, a link to Craig Murray's website and also a reproduction of a headline there. It is worth checking out Craig Murray's site, though. It's www.craigmurray.co.uk, and it's worth noting that Craig Murray himself has not been... Uh, contacted by shillings, uh, the lawyers for Alisher Usmanov, and threatened with any sort of illegal action. What they did was they threatened his web host, um, not Murray himself. So if you are still interested in reading about Alisher Usmanov, I would suggest bookmarking Craig Murray's site, because he does update um, as the days go by, and uh, it's interesting stuff. That's craigmurray.co.uk. What else happened? Not really a, a great deal. Justin Hoyt said he wants to stay and fight for his place despite his uh, chances looking more and more limited uh, with the emergence of Bakary Sanya. Uh, what else was there? Arsene Wenger was uh, praising uh, Lucas Fabianski, um, saying he's been very, very impressed with him since he joined the club with Almunia set to continue in goal and Jens Lehmann on the sidelines with another injury. Injury. Um, It could be uh, a chance for Fabianski to stake his claim as the cup goalkeeper. Who knows? It could be the end for Jens if Almunia keeps playing well. Anyway, uh, with the Spurs game tomorrow, um, I spoke uh, to Gilberto Silver from Gunnerblog about it and about uh, what possible team we might put out. Also, we look ahead to the uh, Sevilla game on Wednesday. So um, here's that thing. Bollocks, wrong button. Here, Here it is. Okay, joining me now on the Ars Cast is Gilberto Silver from gunnerblog.com. Hello to you, sir.
2: Hello to you, as
1: um, well. I It's good that you are on because you talk quite slowly, and and given the fact there's not a huge amount to talk about, that might help. You know.
2: What's the word? Fill it way? out a bit. Yes. Pad. Pad. We can pad. We can pad.
1: Um, we might as well, seeing as it's the only thing that's. Uh, uh, really, on the picture, is, is look ahead to the Spurs game uh, on on Saturday. Now, there's an issue regarding the centre of defence. Philippe Sanderos is suspended. William Gallas may or may not be injured. Gilberto's only coming back from, uh, I don't know, where Bra- I think Brazil played on the moon during the week, uh, and he's not back until uh, Friday. Uh, Justin Hoyt could be the man to pop in at, at centre half.
2: Well, it could come to that. I mean, it's, uh, it was Justin Hoyt. There is also, of course, Alex Song, uh, the long-time favourite. Uh, I actually saw him play in pre-season as a centre-half against Barnett. And this was Barnet, bear in mind. And it was one of the worst defensive displays I've ever seen by individuals. So hopefully, it won't be him. Uh, it's hard because there's not a huge amount of news coming out of the club. There have been a few quotes from William Garlas suggesting that he might be back. Uh, I would be surprised if that was the case. I think we'll end up seeing Gilberto at centre-back.
1: Yeah, I mean, you would have had to think that if Gallas was ready to play against Spurs on Saturday, then uh, Dominic, being the kind and benevolent soul that he is, w- would have played him for France uh, on Wednesday night.
2: Yeah, Dominic would probably put someone out there in a wheelchair if he could, you know, and it'd just annoy the club managers. So I do agree, I think if Gallas was available, he would have been playing against Scotland and I think it will be Gilberto and Torre, which raises another question about our, our field in turn.
1: Could we see a debut for Sana Diarra?
2: I don't think so, simply because uh, the Flamini is playing very well this season um, and could easily fill in in the centre of midfield. Bakary Sanya, I think, will be back at right back. Um, I think with Wenger's policy of easing players in, I'd be very, very surprised if Diarra were to start, but I wouldn't be surprised if see him on the bench.
1: Okay, it was uh, interesting. I got a couple of emails during the week who, uh, from people who said Wenger was commentating um, on the France match at the, the weekend, and uh, despite the fact Diarra was at right back, he said he really had no intention of, of playing him there. Let's look at the striking options that we have. Uh, Adi Bayor does enjoy playing against Spurs and does like scoring against Spurs. but well, we have Eduardo da Silva, who's um, had a very productive time away with Croatia. He scored three goals in the two internationals. Is he pressing for a, a start?
2: I think he's very close now. Um, I think in our past couple of games, uh, we've got some good results, but it hasn't been because our strikers have been on form. It's been more to do with the midfield. And up front, things haven't quite clicked. And Abayo's still coming back and... Doesn't look particularly sharp up front. Uh, so I would say he never will. Um, and Percy, obviously, is always capable of something brilliant, but he's such an individual player that he sometimes seems to be on the edge of the game. Either he produces that great moment or he doesn't. Eduardo is probably the informed player of the three, but I can't see Arsenal throwing him in on Saturday despite his good floor. I think Adebayo's good record against Spurs, and Van Persie's standings, probably one of our squad's top players, will keep them in the starting 11.
1: Okay, well that's fair enough. Goalkeeper Manuel Almunia uh, looks like he's going to keep his place after Jens Lehmann picked up another um, convenient uh, injury, we shall say. Um, Mm. Jens was a little bit uncomplimentary about uh, Almunia uh, during the week when he was uh, on duty for Germany. A bit out of line
2: I thought so. I, I do think so. And I think you can understand this frustration. I mean, we don't know everything that's going on inside the club. And there's a reason that Jens isn't playing. Uh, it seems that there might be an underlying injury problem, but it's certainly one that he could play through, as he did on the weekend for Germany. I think that it's fine to be frustrated, and it's fine to a certain extent to speak out and express a desire to, and a confidence that you will come back into the side... But to bring other individuals into it and criticise their credentials is something entirely different.
1: Okay, well, moving away from uh, the league, next week sees uh, the start of the Champions League group stages and uh, Sevilla visit uh, Ashburton Grove. Two very, very good footballing teams. It promises to be a a pretty good game.
2: It really does. I mean, I think it's such a great tie to open our Champions League campaign with. And I think we'll be able to get out of here uh, with their sort of quite expansive playing start. But it, it does promise to be a real feast of football. They've got some, some brilliant players. Uh, I mean, Alves is the one that everyone talks about. But if it pains me to say it, the likes of Freddie Canute say, he does extremely well for them. And uh, I think it will be a really entertaining game. If the question remains is, uh, is this side able to repeat the, the effort of two years ago and, and get to the final without the likes of Omri and Jundberg, and Pires even.
1: It's true. We'll have to see. What will be interesting is uh, Jesus Navas, who's, um, I suppose, their new Reyes in a way. He's a, a right-sided uh, midfield player. Um, gets homesick when he travels as far as Madrid, let's say, to play an away game mm. with Sevilla. Panic attacks. Panic attacks. His father has to travel with him. He could literally come onto the pitch on Wednesday night and and poo his pants.
2: <laughs> well, that, that would be quite... I'd probably get yellow card for that. Just, but I think that he's not right in the a Cup. You know, they've won the AFA for Cup two years in a row. I don't know how how they manage that. They must just blindfold him and sort of throw him in the back of the coach and not tell him where they're going. You just say, oh, we're going to go down the road. Probably sedate him. Something a like that. glass but of milk, uh,
1: like the eighteen.
2: Yeah, exactly like that. Yankin uh, on no plane but it'll be really interesting to see how he comes to that I mean Reyes we had was uh, nowhere near Navas if we thought Reyes was bad Navas is another story entirely
1: Okay well it'll be interesting to see and hopefully it won't be too smelly on occasion on Wednesday night <laughs> uh, Thank you hopefully. very much Gilberto Silver. we'll talk to you again soon how about it? Uh, Thanks to Gilberto Silver from Gunnarblog.com, And we'll have another blog chat on another ArsCast on another day, probably this day.
0: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door.
1: Now, OleOle.com's fantasy football game. You've got a chance still to enter your team. Click on to OleOle.com, register an account, and sign on for the fantasy football by clicking the fantasy football link, which is at OleOle.com forward slash fantasy football. You can play any one of five European leagues. That's England, France, Germany, Spain, and Italy. Or you can play the European Super League. Uh, That means you pick your players from all... Uh, five of those leagues. Uh, the prizes are great, as well as the usual stuff like merchandise and football shirts. There are trips to football matches, PlayStation 3s, and the grand prize for the European Super League is a trip to Vienna, Austria, for the final of Euro 2008 next year. Uh, Something that Ireland won't be contesting. Anyway, let me tell you. Um, you get flights, accommodation, match ticket, uh, the works, basically. So, uh, click onto oleole.com forward slash fantasy football for more details on that one. There is an Arsblog blog league. It is arseblog.com. Arse blog with a capital A uh, dot com, rsblog. dot com, and the password is jamribter, J A M R I B T E R. I know some people have had some problems with it, but it seems to work for me, so um, give it a bash. Um, if it doesn't work, all I can suggest is uh, restart your computer and while it's starting up again, hold down Control, Alt, and Delete. uh Or, or you could do what I used to do when I had a, a ZX Spectrum all those years ago. And you used to get these tapes of the games. The games came on cassette. And back in those days, if you knew somebody that had a, a double cassette deck, they were like the poshest person on the fucking planet. All we had were these kind of, you remember the old flat tape recorders? You know, the flat cassette players. And you used to have a five-pin DIN cable. You put them together. And so you get, you know, try and copy from one to another. And by the time you were copying from someone else's copy, the reduction in sound quality was just terrible. So you were trying to get all these squiggly noises across, and it was getting less and less each time. And most of the time, they wouldn't load. But I found a trick. I found this trick, that if you sat and watched it loading, it would never fucking load. It would always come up with an or tape load error. Was that it? I can't remember exactly, but it would just come up. But if you went out of the room and sort of went into the back garden and did keepy-ups, and if you managed to do 100 keepy-ups, then the game would load. Fucking brilliant. That's how it worked for me anyway. I'm not sure if anybody else discovered that neat trick, but it definitely worked. Um, I've sort of lost the point of things here now. I have no idea what I'm on about, but um, uh, Man in the Bar, Player History,
3: That'll do. Ah, hello again, it's me, Floella Benjamin, with another player history. What? No, I'm not Floella Benjamin this week. No, that's next week. Forget you heard that. Anyway, I asked the new Lars Blog fella if I could have a theme tune, and he said I could, only I had to use either this song. So as you can probably imagine, I told him to shove those songs right up his hole. He seemed quite happy to do so. So I'll get on with me player history, so I will. And this week, we're talking about a fella called Alan Sunderland, so we are Y'all remember him, don't you? Famous gold scorer in the 1979 FA Cup Final against Manchester United. Pack of cunts that they are. But his career got off to a very slow start, so it think. He began life at Wolverhampton Wanderers, so he did. And he had mixed fortunes, you would say. Things weren't going altogether too great for him, but he knew there was more inside of him. He couldn't figure out quite how to get that out of him. Then one day he was on a holiday to America and he saw a fella walking down the street and he said, you know what, if I had hair like that, I'd be a fucking great player. So he said, here, you, what's your name, and the fella says, my name's Art Garfunkel. And Alan Sunderland says, go on the fuck out that, tell me your real name. And he says, it's Art Garfunkel. And he says, well you fuck, I might be a stupid Englishman to you, but I'm not that fucking stupid. What's your name? And he says, Art Garfunkel. And he says, look, tell me your fucking real name or I'll beat you. And he says, it's Art Garfunkel. And they had a big old scrap rolling down the street. Until eventually he accepted the fact that Art Garfunkel's name was indeed Art Garfunkel. And he said to Art Carfunkel, your hair is fucking amazing, so it is. And Art Carfunkel said, Thanks very much. I get it done this place just down the road here, I'll bring you in. So he went in and brought him into the hairdresser whose name was Brian. And he says, Brian, I want me hair like me good pal here, Art Carfunkel. And Brian says, Well I can do that for you anyway and did the old art garfunkel thing on his hair and it made the man of him 1977 he joined Arsenal and who can forget the glorious moment in 1979 when it was Brady to Ricks and Ricks to Sunderland and Sunderland in the back of the net and up yours Gary Bailey you fucking albino concha. nowadays Alan Sunderland lives in Malta where he is the chief executive of the Maltesers factory it's true that really true?
1: The man in the bar will have another player history on next week's Arsecast. Now, there really isn't a whole lot more to talk about, unfortunately. Uh, we do have some team news ahead of tomorrow's game against Spurs. Uh, Bakary Sanya is back, so he will play at right-back. But uh, William Gallas, as we expected, won't be back. Um, if he wasn't playing for France on Wednesday, then there's really no chance of him playing for Arsenal this weekend. Boué is still out, Senderos suspended, and Jens Lehmann remains out as well, as we expected. Uh, speaking of the centre-half position, uh, Arsene Wenger says, um, Gilberto is available, I hope, because he's played in that position recently. Then we'll see. He says, After that, I have Alex Song who's played in this position and Justin Hoyt too. It's slightly worrying, even the, the worrying that he would think of Alex Song before Justin Hoyt. I mean, Justin Hoyt is a defender. Alex Song is, isn't. Um, what is Alex Song? He's a guy with kind of funny hair. So the idea of Alex Song being in central defense against Tottenham... Uh, is rather rather frightening. So uh, if it was up to me, it would be Gilberto in there. I'm sure he will be uh, if he's back. Uh, remember, he's been traveling a lot with Brazil, uh, so possibly there would have been the temptation to rest him if he was just in midfield, but he's needed at the back, and that's probably where he'll play. And then hopefully Justin uh, Hoyt on the bench. Remember, the boss was talking during the week about the new Norwegian lad, uh, Harvard Norvite. Um, maybe he was talking him up with the idea of using him on the bench. Who can say? Who can say? But we do have a plethora of midfielders to choose from, uh, and there's decisions to be made up front as well, with Adibajor and Percy, and also um, uh, Eduardo in there as well. Funny enough, I've got an email during the week. I just have to click here and find it. Hang on a second. Ah, oh, fucking Jesus. Where is it gone?
4: Uh,
1: boom, boom, boom. Oh, yes. Uh, Ronnie, uh, who's from uh, Denmark, Uh, Sent me an email. He's just said some funny info on Bentner. Due due to our national coach thinking he was uh, too lazy in training on Tuesday, he was punished by having to do 20 push-ups. Danish uh, television caught the incident and he only did 11, the lazy bastard. And by the way, he did not take part, uh, take any part in the game against Liechtenstein. So there you go. Will Bentner be on the bench? Who knows? If he's not, will he complain? Will he give out? that he wasn't on the bench and nobody explained to him why. Perhaps if he'd just done nine more press-ups, he might have been on the bench. So there you go. Anyway, all we can do is uh, hope for three points against Spurs tomorrow. Uh, if you're in Dublin, if you're uh, around and you fancy watching the game with us, I think we're going to be in the woolshed in Parnell Street, even though I think the game does cross slightly with a New Zealand game in the World Cup, and it is a bit of a, a rugby sort of New Zealandy kind of a... Southern Hemisphere bar, I believe. But uh, that's where we're going to be. They have food and they have some beer. And hopefully by then I'll be feeling like uh, drinking beer. Um, So if you fancy it, the Woolshed on Parnell Street. And that's where we're going to watch the Arsenal Spurs game on Saturday. So uh, fingers crossed for the win. And talk to you on next week's Arscast. Bye.
4: I do remember that being a particularly difficult time in my life, you see, my wife of 16 years ran away with my uh, best friend, came rather out of the blue you might say, took uh, our three lovely children with her as well, I never saw them again, they uh, died in a car crash on the way to summer camp, you see, uh, bodies were horrifically burned, Um, couldn't even look at them, they were like uh, monsters. Uh, after that, we lost my job, and then I uh, cut my leg one day, didn't think anything of it, and it became infected, that, to um, amputate. So that wasn't particularly nice. And then discovered that I had a winning lottery ticket. Uh, Seven million pounds the jackpot was, I believe. Uh, well, then lost it, which wasn't very nice either. Um, met a lovely new woman who turned out to be a bloke, having gone through uh, an operation. So I was feeling a little bit down, you know, I went round to my parents' house for a Sunday dinner and thought a bit of my mother's own cooking would help. And uh, my old man said, you know, be a Tottenham fan. So naturally I said, uh, fuck off, bollocks, you're a cunt.